Good evening, everybody, and welcome into Wiregrass Weather Chat, July 26th, 2020. I'm Alan Skipper here along with my co-host, Radar Chad Jackson. Are you ready for a big show tonight? A big show sounds like we're going to the circus, but yes, I am ready for a good show tonight. Now, earlier this year, the uh, officials at the National Hurricane Center and also at Colorado State University and Penn State University gave us their hurricane season forecast, and they said that we would have a more active than normal year. And not only have they been right, they've been very right. Extremely right. We've had the eighth named storm already, about to have the ninth, Mm -hmm. and this is the earliest in the season that we've had eight named storms. And can you believe that uh, Hawaii, which we're going to have to talk about because that is like, a big significant thing that a lot of people may or may not know about that's that's pretty significant that's right two u.s states right now under the gun for uh hurricanes and tropical storms we'll talk about that also uh, chad did you realize this i didn't know i had to do a little research and because of covid19 it's affecting everything it's also affecting the accuracy of the hurricane forecast this year that's what you had told me when we talked, and I did not know that. So I, myself, have learned something tonight that was very interesting, and you guys will too. Yes, it's going to be very good. We're going to talk about that. Uh, what about hurricane tips? Uh, we we got to hit hurricane tips as much as we possibly can. Okay, so there's five major uh, points of hurricane preparedness. One is to make sure you create a plan with your family. It's kind of like with a tornado. Make sure you create a plan and the other thing is to make sure that you practice that plan. That's number two. The third thing is to build a disaster kit. And within this kit, you need to have non-perishable items, water, any medications, especially life-saving medications, uh, your insulin, um, batteries. Uh, let's see, what else? Sanitation items. That's one thing a lot of people forget, uh, especially if you have little kids. Right. Uh, make sure you've got diapers and diaper wipes. Um, Any important documentation you need to have in a waterproof uh, bag is what they say. And then make sure you have a small first aid kit just in case of the bumps and bruises that, you know, might come along with with that. And then the other big thing is to stay informed. Make sure that you are listening or watching uh, television or radio, especially here at 95.5 WTVY. We make sure we cover it very well. Um, And stay, stay informed about where these storms are and the potentials that they have to affect us. Uh, or possibly affect us. And then the last thing is to, and this is a big thing, and I didn't realize this until I had read it, and it is storm anxiety, um, especially with children, because they fear the unknown, and a lot of children have never been through a tornado or a hurricane. So knowing that a hurricane is coming, that's one thing that we can help to try to prepare and mentally prepare not only ourselves but our children too, because our children of course, are going to be very frightened and scared when they start seeing people board up things and we're packing all this stuff up or, you know, why are we running away from this or whatever. Make sure you keep your children informed as well. Yeah, and I think the best thing we can do for our children is to not get panicked ourselves. If they see us calm, explain to them what's going on so they'll understand it. Right. Because uh, they're going to play off of our emotions. So if we're uh, anxious and, and panicky, they're going to be the same way. So just remain calm. Our best 
uh, friend in this situation is to be prepared. Is to be prepared. And then now there's also the COVID version. Yes, because uh, a couple of hurricanes have affected the U.S. already yesterday and today. And the governor said that a lot of shelters were not open. And he was asking people to shelter in place. So that is the possibility this year if a hurricane does affect an area is they're going to want you to shelter in place as much as you can. But in your hurricane kit, you need hand sanitizer and you need masks and you need several of them because you never know where you may end up having to be. So that two extra things you need to put in your kit this year. That's good advice. I would have never thought of that. All right, so let's go on to Hurricane Douglas. That is uh, actually affecting Hawaii right now. Tell us about that. So Hurricane Douglas is a very, very unique storm um, as far as the Hawaiian Islands go. If I'm not mistaken, in history, there's only been two hurricanes that have actually hit Hawaii. Isn't that just amazing? Think about that. It's an island. It's an island. in, in Many islands. In the P word. I can't say the P word. That, right. That, <laughs> Pacific. The P, the P, yeah, the P Ocean, because <laughs> I can't say it for some strange reason. But um, so Douglas uh, will actually be the third name storm. Now, it doesn't look like they're going to take a direct hit, right? Um, but it does look like it's going to graze. I think it was o- Oahu or something like that. Right, right. Um, and they're looking at uh, the main threats would be sustained winds of 90 miles an hour. It's been downgraded to a one. Um, up to 15 inches of rain and some. And then the other big thing that's really scary for these smaller islands is going to be the surf. It's going to be those high tides and, and that incoming surf. So, Well, now, I also read this. I think this is an interesting fact. So you're saying that since well, about 1950, um, Hawaii has only had two hurricanes to make a direct hit. I also read that in that entire history, only 10 storms have come within 200 nautical miles of Hawaii, so it is relatively in a safe area. It, Do you know why? Uh, unless it has a little halo like Dothan does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, it's the Dothan traffic circle effect, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, actually, you think about it: the Pacific Ocean is very, very large. Hawaii is very, very small. So, just the odds are that a hurricane very, very rarely would it actually hit there. But a couple of other reasons I was reading about this that. The trade winds that are blowing from east to west kind of keep them to the south or to the north of the island, so they don't do a lot of curving because of those winds. And also, because Hawaii is mainly just volcanoes, just the top of volcanoes, uh, the water in some areas drop all the way down to a depth of three and a half miles, and the temperature down there is like 35 degrees. When that cold water wells up to the surface, it cuts off the energy, so most hurricanes and tropical storms die out before they get there. Ah, and that's the one thing that we've been saying, and, and we, we even said this last week, that as soon as this high starts to lift, we're going to start seeing some storms pop up, and lo and behold, yesterday and today, we've got storms all to our north and west, and now there's another one that you know has came off that Cape Verde Islands right and they've put it at a 90% chance over the next 5 days to form a named storm and and we want everyone to know that that storm if it becomes a hurricane which it does appear it's going to be a tropical storm at least uh Isaiah Isaiah this is the ninth named storm if it forms and I've looked at uh and it's way way out way past the windward islands so uh, if it does affect the US it will be a week or longer but I've been looking at the early spaghetti models, 
and they're showing most of them are showing it curving back out to sea and just right. missing the east coast and everything yeah it's it's so far down south normally the the ones that we uh get worried about are the ones that actually form up in the gulf and then the ones that are actually above the bahamas it, they have to be north of the bahamas nine times out of ten for it to affect us in this area so when i saw how south this one is at the moment and staying south i didn't figure it would probably hit us but never know yeah Okay, now, another hurricane going on right now or just went through. Um, President Trump has already uh, declared a state of emergency for South Texas, Hurricane Hannah. Hurricane Hannah uh, actually already went into Padre Island. That's Mm -hmm. just south of Corpus Christi. Right. And 15 inches of rain in some areas. Pretty much they have flooding. That's the big deal there. Um, They have 250,000 people without power. But unless you've heard differently in the last little bit, I haven't heard of any deaths. I haven't heard of any deaths. Um, I do know in Brownsville, Texas, they were reporting 83-mile-an-hour winds, uh, wind gusts, I should say, and um, some structure damage. But I have not, as of yet, saw any any type of death. So here's a quick fact check. Mm-hmm. When was the last time there was a Hurricane Hannah? Uh, 2008. Correct. August. And it killed 532 people. Killed 532 people, and it was only a Category 1. It wasn't even a powerful storm. I think it went through uh, Puerto Rico, right down through that area, and, and yep. usually there are a lot of deaths down there just simply because of the terrain, the mudslides, the flooding, because I was very curious why they did not retire that name because of that many deaths. Right, and it, it, and it did $160 million worth of damage, and that was August the 28th through September the 12th of 2008. Wow. Okay, so we got Hurricane Douglas near Hawaii. Nothing for us to worry about. Um, Hurricane Hannah, which is now downgraded to a tropical storm, maybe even a depression. It's a depression now, yeah. It's pretty much gone. It'll be in Mexico, northern Mexico here shortly, so no effect on us there. And if this new storm, which is way out into the Atlantic, hasn't even reached the Caribbean yet, if that does turn into a storm, a name storm, it will be Isaiah's. And it does not look like that's going to affect us at this point. We know hurricanes have a mind of their own, so we'll have to uh, keep everybody informed. Right. Okay. All right. So let's talk about um, COVID and how COVID has affected the hurricane accuracy for this year. Now, we don't want anyone to get alarmed. They definitely have this under control. But because of COVID, they're saying 20% of all the data that they feed into the supercomputers comes from um, ships that are out at sea. They give reports, hourly reports, airplanes that are out. So 20% of all of the data that they feed into these computers come from ships and airplanes. And due to the COVID-19 going on, there's just not very many ships and there are not very many planes out there. So they're not getting the best data that they normally get. And you know, when these storms are way out over the ocean, it is very hard to get a, a true reading on those without all of the different uh, ways that they have to read data from buoys and satellite, airplanes, and ships. So that's one of the reasons we need the hurricane hunters. It's so important that these guys risk their lives. They fly into these storms. That's the only way we can get very accurate, up-to-the-minute information. And, of course, those storms out there are too far. They, they just, it doesn't make sense to fly out that far. Right. So and you know what I say about hurricane hunters? Mm-hmm. Nope. 
no sir you yeah. got they can scooter can keep that job because uh, let me tell you radar chad is not going in, in a plane into no. a hurricane chad i can't even go to the national peanut festival and get on a one of the rides i'm not getting an airplane no way be, that would be like the fantasy island thing with tattoo boss the pain the pain <laughs> nope oh my goodness oh, all sorry. right so covid19 has affected the hurricane forecast just a little bit but uh, officials are letting everyone know rest assured it's not going to affect it to the point to where it's going to be dangerous they're right. still going to be on top of it especially as it gets closer then the hurricane hunters will take over and they have several flights mm-hmm. that would go in and out of those storms better than than me all right uh one more thing i don't know if uh you've heard about this we want to talk about something very local here and that is Apalachicola Bay and the oysters down there. They have, that is the Florida's Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Chad, they unanimously approved a five-year ban on wild oyster harvesting in Apalachicola Bay. This goes into effect August the 1st, and it could last up to five years. You can't harvest wild oysters anymore. What's Hunt's going to do? I don't know. That's a good question. Because <laughs> they, I think they get theirs from Appalachia Bay. Uh, and a lot mistaken. of people do. As a matter of fact, I saw this stat that Appalachicola Bay is providing 90% of all wild oysters in the state of Florida. 90% of them. Mm. Now listen, to this is the reason why they're stopping the harvest. They have got to let this area regenerate. If they, they take the pressure off, then hopefully it'll save this industry. And in five years... Maybe it'll be built back up and they can start harvesting again. So that's the idea. But listen to how much this has dropped off. I couldn't believe it. In 2012, 3 million pounds of oysters were harvested in Apalachicola Bay. Last year, that was down from 3 million pounds to 21,000. Wow. That's over a 99% reduction. That's a lot of people eating oysters. Yeah, I, I can't eat them things. They squiggly looking. And oh, ugh. come on, man! It'll make you grow hair on your no. chest. No, nope. <laughs> I'm I'm completely okay. Y'all can eat those oysters. If y'all are on Facebook Live, comment and and tell Chad how good Apalachicola oysters y'all can are. Keep your comment because I'm telling you, it, it's it's not good. I He's try. from Indiana. He doesn't no, know. Look, I've been down here for 12 years. <laughs> Quit holding the Yankee thing over my head, okay? But no, I tried oysters once, and 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 all I can say is and because it, it was like a slippery little sucker, and and it it went in my mouth, and I it took everything I had not to hurl all over the place. So I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm not doing that. That and sushi. Uh, you're uh, you're, nah, you're missing out. That's I'm fine. I'll miss out. Hey, show them the uh, the radio. We're gonna. Oh yeah, play. here's here's the radio again. If you guys haven't liked and shared the page, go to at Wiregrass Weather Chat on Facebook and look us up, like and share the page, and you will be entered in to win a Midland WR120 radio, which I guess we're about to draw for now. Absolutely. I've got my lucky bowl here. Everyone who has liked the page since we've been on the air, we've got uh, your name in the bucket. Some of you have liked and shared more than once, so we got your name in here as many times as you've liked and shared the page. Yeah, and there's a lot of pieces of paper in there, too. Um, this is this is packed right here. So without looking, reach in without there, looking. pull out our winner. I got to pull just one. Just one. Just one. <laughs> what? <laughs> you read it, because no one's going to believe me that I pulled it. 
Joanne Poe Jackson? Who is that? That's my mom. <laughs> Your mom? <laughs> my mom in Indianapolis, Indiana. <laughs> well, oh, well, there you go. It was fair and square. It was fair and square. <laughs> that's pretty That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. Well, mom, <laughs> congratulations. You're going to get a Midland WR120 radio, and I know, yes, I will have to program it. Before you send <laughs> before it up. Before I send it, because <laughs> she will not know how to do that. All right. Oh, wow. Well, very good. Congratulations, Chad's mom. All right. Thanks to everyone watching on Facebook. Remember, we uh, draw for our weather radio every single month at the last Sunday of the month. So like and share our page as much as you can. Maybe you will be our next winner. <laughs> we got people in the Facebook saying, draw again draw again <laughs> i tell i tell you what it's my mom i'll go ahead and draw another one I, I'll, I'll order you're gonna one. disrespect your mom like no, that I, i'm gonna send her one and and then i i'll just get another radio it's no big deal get, give oh. me the bowl back up here hey see surprise two radios so we're tonight. gonna give away two radios tonight okay <laughs> that way no one thinks that it was rigged or okay there you go or anything <laughs> it's fine oops i draw like is it hope 15. it's not my mom now all right, so it's going to be Renee Woodham. Renee, Renee Woodham. Woodham. Congratulations, Renee. Where's that little bell? Yeah. <laughs> There's a little bell. So, Renee Woodham, you are going to win the other Midland WR120 radio. Now, we're not going to do this all the time. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to have two winners. <laughs> we're not going to have two winners every month. But, uh, yeah, since it was my mom, that, that's actually kind of funny. And, yeah. and for you fa- Facebook people, I'm going to show you. Just so you can see. <laughs> Just so y'all can see, there really are names on these pieces of paper. And good we're luck not, at reading my writing. We're, we're not just making it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you very much for watching. We sure love to bring you this show. And remember, as hurricane season gets further in, they are expecting it to be a very active year. It's already been, but we haven't even gotten into the meat of the season yet. And remember, if a hurricane does threaten our area, we will be here live. We'll be on air live. We'll bring our whole uh, severe weather action team in here, and we will keep you updated. So remember that. Uh, turn to us when severe weather strikes. It was great seeing you guys. Thanks for stopping in for Alan and Chad and Wiregrass Weather Chat. Goodbye. Good night.